Let's do this. Hello, everybody, and welcome to What Am I Missing, the podcast where I attempt to fill in the gaps of my knowledge through conversations with friends. I'm your host, Brett Walden, and today I am talking to Amanda Wirtz about the Mighty Ducks trilogy. Now, here is uh, usually where I would talk about Amanda, give you a little bit of information, my thoughts on the show, and tell you generally what to expect before I tell Anthony to take it away. But in this episode, uh, I'm giving you a call to action, and that call to action is um, that I want more listeners. I think that if you're listening to this, it means that you're enjoying it, and I thank you for being here. But I want your friends to know about it. Um, so I'm asking you out there, if you are listening to this, to please start sharing episodes that you find enjoyable. I know this one is. I know a few others have been. So many people have been so kind in reaching out to me to say that they really like this episode or the show overall. And I think uh, I think that only through word of mouth can we start getting it out there to more people. So once again, if you're already listening to this, thank you so so much, but please, please, please uh, share the show because I do want more people to listen to it because it's a lot of fun to make. Um, as always, there's a sneak preview of episode 12 coming out next Monday at the very end of the show, but enough preamble. Let's knuckle puck our flying Vs with Amanda Wirtz. Take it away, Anthony. All right, welcome everybody. Thank you for listening to What Am I Missing, um, the podcast for friends who enjoy friends and the things that friends talk about. You can laugh. Okay, I didn't know if I was supposed to be here or not. <laughs> that voice is Amanda. Hi. Hi. Um, and she is here in the studio. We have our producer Wilbur with us. Mm-hmm. Um, he's running around. You may hear his little claws on the on the floor running around. He's he's actually working the um. The, he's, he's working the board. Working the bee. So. <laughs> As we say in the biz. It, yeah, in the biz. Yeah. The biz and the beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so if the sound is wrong, you can just blame my dog. Yep. Um, but uh, I'm I'm excited to have Amanda in here today because uh, we sort of vacillated between topics, mm-hmm. trying to find exactly the right one. Mm-hmm. And if you paid attention to the episode of, uh, or the title of the episode before you downloaded it, you will see that we landed on the Mighty Ducks. But not just Quack. one. Quack, quack, quack. Yes. Quack. That Sorry. Is, that's a direct quote. Sorry. Um, not just one Mighty Ducks, but three of them. That's right. The whole trilogy, We're doing baby. The entire trilogy. So Amanda has asked me to preface this episode by telling you all about it. Yes. Um, please tell me everything. And it's uh, it's pretty basic. Like I said, it's a movie trilogy. It is. Made by Disney mm-hmm. about a team of misfits and okay. vagabonds. Okay, M and V's who form a hockey team, um, yes. and run into troubles. Oh, it's a lot there. I will say their strife is definitely a theme. Yeah, a lot of strife. It's your classic sports movie mm. with children. Mm. Uh, team's not good. Mm-hmm. Team needs to come together in mm-hmm. order to be great. Certainly. Uh, they lose some, mm-hmm. they win more, mm-hmm. but not just on the field, but off of it. Well, this in this case, not a field. So that's the first I'm pretty sure that's what they call it. Okay. All right. Okay. The team's name is the Ducks. Uh, the fat kid does <laughs> does a move called the knuckle puck. Okay. Okay. This is, <laughs> this is really, grinding. Um, you're really grinding it down. Uh, they Needless to say, they win the first one. Mm-hmm. Stakes need to get a little higher in the second one. Oh, yeah. I hope I'm not spoiling anything for No, anybody. this is great. Stakes get a little higher in the second one. Same basic plot. Sure. 
they've forgotten how to play hockey. They have to come back together. Mm, okay. Um, now they're on the world stage, mm-hmm. and they beat the uh, the evil empire of Iceland. Yes. Third movie still, comes around. Still a uh, a country that we disagree with to this day because Absolutely. of that film. Absolutely. Uh, they they slick their hair back in weird ways. Oh, they do. That's how you can tell. That's how you know. I don't right. want to spoil anything, but that is how you can tell that when characters are becoming more evil in this movie, that they do slick their hairs back. Their more hair, back. hair gel. Yeah, more hair gel. Way more hair gel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, by the third movie, they have to lower the stakes because they shot their wad. Uh huh. You can't go any. There's no universal hockey team. Well, no galaxy hockey team. And le- until you get to the cartoons, which I don't think you planned on talking I'm about. I'm not talking about the cartoons. But the Mighty Ducks cartoon did involve aliens who look like ducks who played hockey. Okay, well, that's th- that's garbage. And Third I wish movie. you would ed- edit that from this episode already. <laughs> Please remove that because that's not what we're talking Why? about. Did I upstage you in your own episode? No, it's just I don't want that. It's not what I think about. It's not what I need. I'm just saying, if you're following the trajectory of local team does good, moves on to the world stage, beats Iceland... What's, Where do you go left? in the third one? What's left? After you've done the junior Goodwill Games, yeah. what else could there be? Professional hockey? No. No. Send them to college. High school. Is it a high school? Eden Hall is a high school. And it's v- it's JV versus varsity, right? Well, that that's something we'll talk about because they vacillate between calling them JV and freshmen. Okay, so, so clearly I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about. So let's get into it. What is it about these movies that made you want to talk about them? Brett, Brett. Here we are together. Finally, an opportunity for me to speak my love for the Mighty Ducks and their head coach, Mr. Gordon Bombay. Gordon Bombay, played by? Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez. In, some may argue, his greatest role of all time, me being that person. Do you believe that? I I do. Um, at one point, because you do notice that I do have several pages of notes in front of me. Yes. Because I did some recent rewatching just to, you know, I was flipping through just to, you know, make sure I, there were points I missed or that sort of stuff. Sure. And I do write at one point, Bombay is looking hot. Um, <laughs> so that is a current I opinion. I can confirm that. Yeah, that is a current opinion I have of him in this film. But I do feel that his character trajectory is great mm-hmm. it is special it's done well i mean the first 10 minutes of the first film is spent about his dui charge i mean that is the first we don't see hide nor hair of a kid's to- hockey team it's about this gentleman's dui i forgot about that yeah that's how he gets knocked down into coaching he, he has this, to do right? community service hours because he was driving under the yeah um and so uh so that it, i think it starts off in a very good place you're right it is the standard Oh, uh, will this team of ragamuffins win the day? But uh, they do an incredible job of giving every character a uh, their own moment. They all have. Uh, I do. I have a list that I wrote in here where I, I wrote down everyone's one characteristic that mm-hmm. I feel like they all have that defines them. Right. We can go over that later. Love but to. I do feel like they all get their moment, um, and I feel like it's just done very well. Not to mention, it is a diverse cast in a time where it wasn't very much that way. Okay. So I think they are funny. I think they hold up. Mm-hmm. I think that, like I said, Emilio does a great job. Um, and yes, I do believe the stakes maybe peak in the second one. Spoiler, my favorite film um, of the three. Um, but I do think that three, D3, colon, The Mighty Ducks, does have merit as well. Sure. So that's where I'm at. Um, I, will, I will say that the uh, cast is um it it's good especially being yes. a bunch of kids yes. in a movie that's a rare thing i will say they are uh the 90s like several of them are like 
the 90s kids who are just in several other films. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of this cast is also in the the hit Disney film Heavyweights about a fat camp. I could also do a podcast about that. (laughs) Um, You know, so they they do play several. I think some of them are also in the big green. Mm -hmm. Uh, So a, a, a Disney film about a soccer team a ripoff directly of this film. Right. Um, so I do think that this film does have like the real, some may say the Brat Pack of the 90s. Yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't say that. Well, I would. Um, and so I just, I anytime they're on, I love them. I own them on DVD. I, I, I bought the box set in college. Yeah. And I couldn't find it today to bring... And I don't know if I made this up in my head or not, but I think it was called the Mighty Ducks Quack Pack. Of course it is. Or I just made that up, and I'm not sure which one it if is. If it's not called the Quack Pack, then Disney... What are we doing? Drop the puck. Yeah, what are... Ooh. Yeah. Drop the puck. Drop the puck. Yes. Um, um, so I will always watch these films, and I love them, and I, I, I encourage everyone to do that. Okay, well, let's... Um, for those... Uh, I mean, we're only 10 minutes into right. it. If you're not convinced by those first 10 minutes... Get ready. Keep listening. Here comes my dissertation. Here it comes. So first and foremost, yes. what is, as far as your personal connection to these yes. movies, um, do you play hockey? Have no. you ever played hockey? No, Brett. So <laughs> Was I a, a rollerblading connoisseur in the day? Certainly. Sure. Certainly. Did that lead you to this movie? No. Um, I think I was led to these films just because, and I, I do appreciate if you would call them films from here on out. Thank you. Um, you keep calling them movies and... You know, that could feel offensive to someone. Okay. If Emilio I'm not... pops in to, to hear <laughs> if this Emilio as is it listening could happen. to mine. Um, so. No, I don't know what it was. I think, you know, I was a Disney kid. I, you know, whatever they were coming out with, I was watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the first one was 92. Uh, that makes me around eight years old at that time. Right? Yes. Um, and then it was 92, 94, 96, or when the films came out. Right. Um, and so that's just like perfect age. Olympic years. Wow. Look at you. Uh, too bad they didn't go to the Olympics and they just played in the junior Goodwill games. A thing to this day I've never heard of, (laughs) but is a very big deal. There's just so many other options (laughs) for that third one. Yeah. That would be, I don't know because significant. No junior Goodwill games really took the air out of the idea. You can't go to the Olympics after that because they've already done the like countries world stage. They've already done that. They need to do something else. Right. And I feel fine about the trajectory it took. Okay. I mean, we'll talk about it. I just, I, I am not, convinced that there's not a better third movie out there okay well we'll talk about it okay um so i don't i honestly don't remember seeing the first one in the theater i might not have um but i do remember seeing two and three in the theater Mm. three specifically i remember the most obviously i was the oldest um it also was the film where i called up a boy i liked ask him to go to the movies to see it with me okay and then i realized it was not a date he invited many other people, and I thought it was going to be a date, and then it wasn't. Yeah. So it's got a little bit of that in there for me, too. High school boys are like that. It wasn't high school. I was um, 12. Oh, sorry. I was in high school at yeah, that time. Yeah, that's different. That's I didn't know I was older than you. How much, How old are you? I, I'm two years older than okay, you Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I was in like seventh grade when this happened. I was 10 when the first movie came out. Got it. Yeah. Did you see it in the theater? I don't remember. Okay. Um, I, I remember. <laughs> I remember seeing it, but my brother played hockey, and so there always, I, I think there was a connection there. Okay. To that, okay. where at least I understood the world, mm-hmm. um, insofar as I would have to go and watch his games. Got it. Um, but even that hockey to me was always just buying the like two foot long uh, licorice ropes that they used to sell, <laughs> and then and looking forward to that. Got it. What was that with? I thought you were whipping them around, like I, at the game for no, fun. I would eat. Them. It was just going to the little place where you bought food, just eating licorice. 
That's all I... Were you a hundred-year-old man? Because <laughs> those are the only people who eat licorice. I just wanted to check in. Uh, Were they out of good and plenties? Fall. <laughs> Which tastes like licorice. They um, are licorice. Okay. I don't know. Did they have dots? Were you like, ooh, I don't, I'm between I dots. I wasn't paying attention. I'm just naming the worst candies. Ooh. Were there Jordan almonds available? <laughs> what's, wrong? what's wrong with licorice? Everything. It's the worst thing. If, I, if if there was 100 candies, it would be my 100th choice. Are you honest right now? Yes. Are you being honest with me? Yes, I'm being 100% honest. Red licorice. You need to do a podcast reverse now ex- explaining licorice to me. Can I tell you how I got into licorice real quick? Boy, you, your grandfather. It's a film. <laughs> oh. Can you guess what film got me into licorice? Uh, Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Mm-hmm. He had it in his car. He had car. red vines, didn't oh. he? Out of the top. Yeah. Out of the top. Yeah, yep. that's right. And he had, had it little, in the Mirthmobile. Had a little cutter. Yeah, that was fancy. And you were like, I got to get in on I'm this. I'm like, when I'm an adult. That's I'm, what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have flames on the side of my car, and I'm gonna have a little, a little licorice cutter in the top of my. I'm vehicle. going to eat licorice out of the top of my car <laughs> and consider five thousand dollars to be a shit ton of cash. And did you do this? Uh, the licorice part. Oh, great. Okay, I've never been in your car, so I've never know. had five thousand dollars. <laughs> okay. Cool. Or if I have, I didn't use it as an opportunity to dance around the street yeah. and yell out how much money I had. Yeah, but which is a missed opportunity. Well, some would say. But watching that movie now, you realize like that's not a lot of money at all. And I wonder if that was a, if that no. was a tongue in cheek joke back then, where they were just like these two are so pathetic <laughs> that they want five that five thousand dollars is enough for them to jump around. And anyway, we're getting off topic. It's not so, the film I want to talk about. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, although arguably a better trilogy. Um, There's a third Wayne's World. No, but it's still better. Than the third <laughs> okay. Mighty Ducks. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So far. <laughs> But we're not on that right now. We're on the first one. Here we go. Talk to me about the first movie. The first film begins, the stakes couldn't be higher. It is a black screen credits, a couple of names in blue, and it's interspersed with uh, narration and dialogue. You can hear that it's at a hockey game Mm -hmm. and that it's the final part of it and there's going to be a penalty shot. And then they show and it's a coach talking to a kid. We later find out that that's Gordon Bombay as a child. Oh, the kid is. Yes. And so he takes a penalty shot. And before he does that, the coach is like, now listen, if you don't make this shot, you're not just letting me down, you're letting the whole team down. So a pretty divisive coaching tactic, I may say. (laughs) So Gordon goes, he does the famous triple deke, but we don't know that it's the triple deke yet. Mm -hmm. Um, He does the triple deke, he shoots, and it hits the goalpost, and it doesn't go in. And so it's just like traumatizing right for little gordon bombay he drinks smash cut he starts drinking immediately no smash cut 30 years later 25 years later he's in the courtroom and gordon bombay what now he's a hot shot lawyer all he wants to do is win always going for the w he keeps track of his wins how many he's got he's 30 and 0 amazing what a guy he keeps saying they're setting up a lot of stuff about how much he loves to win and how important it is yeah, to they're, win they're hitting you over the head pretty hard real hard we are in the first 5 minutes and he has said it several times his uh Secretary comes up to him and she's like, hey, the mayor got you tickets to the Dallas. Oh, no, it's not Dallas Stars. It's like the Minnesota Stars at that time. The North Stars. That was it. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, he literally goes, oh, hockey. <laughs> so you're really getting an idea. But you get it because you saw why. You knew. You knew that it was Bombay. Yeah. You knew that he lost. Yeah. Um, he he gets in his car. His What's his license plate? Just win. This guy loves winning. He loves winning. In case you forgot. Loves winning. So all this stuff happens. Great. Uh, he goes out on a bender uh, and he... Uh, 
because he wins so much? Um, I, I think he's just sad. I don't quite remember. Somebody mentioned hockey and it put him and into he a just spiral. Went into a spiral. I don't remember why he spiraled. I told you oh. never to say that. Oh, word. oh yeah, it was because his um his boss, Mr. Duckworth, keep keep your brain in that name, Mr. Duckworth, put a little dog ear in your ears on like you would on a book page. Yeah. And remember, Mr. Duckworth. I can't believe that's his name. Mr. Duckworth. Okay. Uh, he basically, when he wins his thirtieth case, he's like, "Good job, but maybe you could you could keep the hot shot, you know, the 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 braggadocious." Quit showboating. Exactly, and so that's what sends him into the bender. He's like, you know, screw this guy. Yeah, I'm mad. Goes out on a bender, uh, and I will say there is a good joke here in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cop pulls him over, and he goes. Uh, he says something about like, okay, we're going to take you in or says something like, I think you've been drinking. And he go, the cop goes, uh, blood, urine or breath. And, and Amelia goes, no, thanks. I'm full. <laughs> nice. Good joke. That's good. Good joke. That's good. Solid joke. I recommend always being glib to police officers. <laughs> well, Brett doesn't work out very well for him. No. Uh, basically cut back, smash cut to the courtroom. And yeah. it's one of the lawyers that he was just facing off with and one of the judges. So they are not lenient. They gave him 500 hours of community service. He's on the other side. He's on the other. It's an immediate switcheroo. He's not the lawyer in that case anymore. He's the plaintiff, as it, it were. Wow. So anyway, he gets 500 hours community service. And Mr. Duckworth says, look, I'm keeping you on salary. I'm giving you a driver because his license got revoked. Yeah. He's like, and I want you... This is your job. You're for 500 hours community service. You're going to coach this hockey team. Well, let me uh, let me pause. So that's you there. how he, so that's how he gets involved. Well, that, okay. So let me pause the film because Please. how many kids do you think missed out on seeing the rest of this movie because their parents <laughs> thought that yeah. what they were seeing wasn't the correct. They were in the wrong theater. Yeah, it's. I mean, it is no kid stuff. Yeah, it is. I mean, I was watching it shocked, like, oh, I don't remember. It takes like. 17 minutes to get to hockey it's like the the ducks you know it takes a while to get there right um so it is possible but again it's the 90s where like a a pg movie had like boobs in it somehow you're like yeah parental guidance i guess it's suggested (laughs) so i feel like the 90s were just a different a different time so you think the mindset was different where for sure where they were like yeah this is good. Guy getting a DUI. <laughs> yeah. Perfect kids movie. We got this. We got to set up who this guy is. I don't care if this is a kids movie. We got to make sure they know. Right. So that's where they're at. Well, so, clearly it works. Yeah. Because what happens next? Well, what happens next? He gets in a limo because that's his driver. He goes out to the like hockey rink. And it's not a hockey rink. It's just like a frozen over water area in, yeah. in the town of Minnesota. The state. and um, <laughs> Minnesota, Minnesota. Minnesota, Minnesota. Um, and it is Brett. You will not believe this ragtag group. You just won't believe it. They've got, you know, barely, they've got like uh, uh, football helmets on, one, like only some of the pads, not even a close anything resembling a uniform. Ugh. And they're not good at all. It's Bush League. It's real Bush League. It makes you wonder why they even got together in the first place. Well, they're, they're District 5 at this point. So they're not the Ducks. They are District 5. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are just one of the local teams. But it appears that they go through coaches a lot. One of the... One of the team members says that one their coach, their last coach, hurt his arm and then does an impression of him, and you can tell he had a heart attack. That was the thing. Oh, so again, a kids. So once again, a, just kids removing kids from the theater. <laughs> yeah, there's there's ten in the theater now, and they're just they're not with parents. Um, um, it took me years uh, after watching um, uh, Office Space to realize that the therapist dies. Yeah. 
because um, as a kid, I was just like, oh. he's a funny man. What a weird guy. And like, I watched it again, and I was like, oh, oh shit, he, he dies. has a heart attack and that dies. That lets him die. And and then that awful woman turns around and yells at our main character. Yes. For sitting there yes. under the influence of hypnosis. Yes. Instead of recognizing that... Someone was having a heart attack. Well, he was also hypnotized. Yeah, so you can't blame him. What's he going to do? Nothing. But she does. Yeah. She's horrible. So I'm sure if I saw that as a kid, I probably wouldn't recognize... Exactly. Probably. I would be... As the kid in the yeah. movie, not realizing. Well, just so you know, Bombay does call it out. He goes, heart attack, under his breath. Oh, good. So just so we're okay. all on the same page. <laughs> good, so good, just good. so you know. So this ragtag group, he says, okay, you guys scrimmage. They start to scrimmage. They're very bad. Because the uh, Averman, who as I describe as his, his trade is glasses. <laughs> good. Uh, glasses slash jokes. I connect with that. Yeah, for sure. You're, you're, you're a classic Averman type. Classic Averman. Jokes and glasses. <laughs> glasses. Um. So throughout the first film, he does a lot of the Rob Schneider uh, SNL sketch of getting, you know, the guy getting faxes. Is it faxes? No. Making copies. It's all that. It's yeah. it's all that the whole time. He's shtick. The whole time. That's a shtick. Yeah. So Averman has glasses. Well, he's comedic relief. Uh, and after everything that we've just been dumped with. We need some. We need Boy, some. do we need some. We need an We're outlet. in the dumps. We we're, need an outlet. We're D in the Ds. Yep. Down in the dumps. So, uh... Gordon. <laughs> it doesn't work to abbreviate things if you're immediately going to say it afterwards. But I just want to make sure people know what I'm saying. You know, it's just a, I just like to bridge that gap. Effie. I like to. Fair enough. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So long story short, I'm not going to get into all of it, but basically they surround the limo. All of that happens because they're like, who's this guy? We don't like him. And then they all get in the limo. And that is our first appearance of, uh, of Goldberg, the goalie, mm-hmm. who his characteristic is farting. That would be his one characteristic. Right. Um, and it turns into the classic catchphrase where everyone suddenly it's silent and they all hold their noses and go, Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah. And so that's the classic. That is the first moment of that where you're like, okay, I'm starting to figure out who these characters are. Yeah. Glasses makes jokes. This guy's farts. He farts. So you're really starting to get it. You're really starting to pick it up. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah but long story short, like, look, they're District 5. They play their first game against the Hawks and they go in and. Brett, that's the team that Bombay was playing on. That's the team he used to play. And he walks in and the whole <laughs> the whole thing has, um, the whole rink has uh, all of their championships. And then going back years and years and years, and they're all the exact same flag because they've won so many championships. Mm-hmm. And then there's one and it says 1973 in yellow. Second place. Oh. And the old coach is still <laughs> the current coach. And he's like, I wish they would just take that down. Oh, knife in the heart of Bombay. Life in his heart. Yikes. Yeah, it's real bad. Yeah. So they lose 17 to 0 to the Hawks. And it's a nightmare. It's not good. It's yeah. not great. They they barely play again. And they're still District 5. They're wearing hooded sweatshirts that have like the Chicago Bulls on it. And they just like in marker wrote their names on the back. It's a real ragtag it's ragtag. Sitch. It's real ragtag. It's Bush League. It's, yeah, it's all of this. Um. So yeah, so basically... All of that's going on. They're terrible. Gordon's upset. He's mad. He's screaming at them. He has not won their respect. So he does what he always does in times of strife. Do you know what that is? Drink. Well, not this particular time. Oh. This time he's a little more referential. Because remember, he got a DUI. He can't really turn to that anymore. Mm-hmm. He does what we all wish we could do. We go to our elderly Norwegian friend. That was my second guess. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so he goes to the the skate shop. And that's where we get our first introduction of Hans. Mm. Hans is a Norwegian man, elderly, as I mentioned. And just, he's a little bit of a goof. He always pretends he's hurting himself. He says, are these skates too sharp? And he goes, oh, and Gordon goes, did you hurt yourself? And he's like, no. (laughs) It's 
classic stuff. That's classic great. Norwegian guy. That's great. Um, so he really, you know, they connect, and then he gives him a pair of skates, and he's like, "Why don't you? Why don't you go out there, Charlie? No, he's not Charlie. Sorry, Charlie's the other kid. Uh, what, Gordon? Put on these skates. Go skating. Have a think." That's more basically what happens. That's his accent yeah. to the T. Um, and Gordon, which he does in almost all of the films, I think at least two out of three, he goes for a dusk skate and just has a think. It's like his real big thing. He just has a real think. Yeah. Uh, and then... Do they indicate that this was uh, something that he would do in his lawyering days as well? Or is <laughs> No. This... Oh, no. This is his first time it's on skates re- in years. Yeah. Years. Got it's... It. That's why Hans had to give him the skates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's been... Oh, my God. I never even thought about it. What about... if? Do you think Hans is based on Hans Brinker and the Silver Skates? The, the book i don't know what that means okay anyway that's a book and maybe hans had skates because he, maybe that's why he was named that and i think that's like a norwegian book anyway I'll, something i'll have to google later so anyway um or hans is just a very easy norwegian name to come up with okay i guess but there's also a very strange storyline with hans that i need to get into eventually okay um Anyway, so yeah, so basically he apologizes to Charlie, who's the lead of the team. He's the captain, played by? Pacey. Yes, Joshua Jackson, that's right. I would say his characteristic would be brave or leader. Really? In the film, yeah, he's the captain. Does he, does he, does he exude a braveness? Does he do things yes. that are brave? Yes, yes. Or is he just like the, yes. ha- the handsome boy and so no, we... He, no, no, he's not the handsome boy. He's troubled. He doesn't have a father. Mm-hmm. His mom begins dating Coach Bombay, which is very exciting. And he kind of, he's very kind. Um, and at one point he even gives up his spot later in the films, gives up his spot mm. so that somebody else can play. He's noble of heart. Yes, he's noble of heart. Of course he is. Is he what... Gordon used to be? I think so. I think he reminds him of that. Okay. Um, So this is where we get our first montage. This film, I wrote through all of them how many montages they have. I think one, two, uh, three in the first film. There's five in the second film. There's a lot of montages they do. And I will say the soundtrack that they get is really incredible. Yeah? They they spent all of their money on it because they get like (laughs) actual songs from Queen. They do, uh, this one was Good Vibrations. Wow. I got you. Oh, not the Beach Boys one. No. Okay. No, the 90s. CNC Music Factory? Possibly. Uh, So picture them in a hockey store because he goes to Mr. Duckworth and says, you got to sponsor us. So that's how they become the the Ducks. Ducks. That's right. They become the Ducks because Mr. Duckworth gives them $15,000 to this local hockey team. That's a Wayne and a Garth and another Wayne. Yeah, it's all of them. Wow. So that's a lot. So 15 grand. Um, and so they they then start having respectful practices, but this is like good practice where they respect him finally. Mm-hmm. He's teaching them to have fun. You know, they have all sorts of fun practices. Yeah. Uh, Fulton Reed gets introduced, one half of the later Bash Brothers. Ooh, yes. Yes. So he's, uh, his one word? Troubled. He's mm, troubled. Of course. Um, he's definitely a little, you know, a little... He's got problems. He's got a past. Yeah, he's definitely got like cigarette burns where his mom put them sure. out on his leg. For sure. Oh, 100%. If he has parents. I <laughs> I don't see his parents. I think, I think, his, he I think ma- his parents were turned back just to put cigarettes out on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably why. Yeah. Um. But uh. yeah, so he gets he gets in the fold because he's sort of just like around and then Bombay, you know, says, hey, what's going on? You're great because he suddenly, Gordon's driving in a van. Well, his driver is driving him mm-hmm. and then their window gets broken. And then they realize, they're like, what's that from? And he gets in the alley and it's it's Fulton Reed. Right. He's hitting hockey pucks. He's hitting stuff that directly 
into the street. Yeah. Someone could literally be killed. <laughs> right. But thankfully. But he's doing it in a way yeah. that allows Gordon to see he has potential. Exactly. Classic Jerry Rice. Classic what? <laughs> Jerry um, Rice. Nope. Wide receiver for the 49ers. Don't understand what you're he saying. He was, uh, this is a real story. He was ditching school and the principal or somebody saw him ditching. And so in trying to apprehend him, Jerry ran away mm. and they noticed how fast he was. And he caught a football while he was and running away. And he caught away. a football. <laughs> They're like, this guy's got it. The principal was like, we take all our students out by throwing footballs at their head. (laughs) Jerry caught his, and the football coach went, we got to get this guy on the team. He's a star. So this is similar. They're they're basically lifting. Yeah. It's it's, It's, ripped from the headlines. It's classically ripped from the headlines. Um, And so Fulton gets upset because he says he can't play hockey, and he says it's because he doesn't know how to skate. Cut to our second montage of the film where they're all rollerblading in the mall. Now, keep this in mind because this comes up two more times in these films. Mall skating? Mall skating. It's classic mall skating. They're doing it all the time. And it, I would argue, not a great place to learn how to skate. Right. Don't learn there. Can I ask you something? Please. How do the other patrons of the mall respond to it? Oh, Brett, you're not going to believe this. Not happy about no? it. No? No. One gets a hot dog stolen straight from his hands. Oh, dear. <laughs> if you And you won't believe who did that. The fat one. Goldberg, that's Goldberg. right. Goldberg. Goldberg oh. stole that hot dog. He loves food. Well, he loves it. And How else is he going to fart? I don't know. Um, oh, I forgot to mention that we're introduced to four of the hockey players the very first time we see them mm-hmm. is they uh, buy a can of beans. They're in the alleyway waiting for Charlie to show up and he's, he takes out the contraband and it's a can of beans and then they find what I assume is a street dog then feed him beans and then they follow him around until he takes a dump and then they put the dump in a purse and they take that this is a, this is one of those like you know practical jokes we all have heard of sure uh and then they put the purse with a dollar sticking out of it in the road until someone comes around a guy t- comes around takes it and then gets a purse full of poop gets a purse full of poop he stops he drives a couple feet you know you know really puts rubber to the road throws it out and you're you know, like a, like a whistle when it's thrown out. And the kids are like, wah! You know, it's just, that's the first time you're being introduced to these knuckleheads. They're uh, they're, they're more worried about having fun than yes, playing the game. Yes, So they get those Ducks jerseys, you know, yeah. cutting back. They get the Ducks jerseys. They're playing their game. Um, and we find out that the lines of the district were realigned last year. And so Gerrymandered. Uh, the star player of the Hawks should actually be on the Ducks. No. His name is Adam Banks. His defining word is rich. He... His last name is Banks. It's perfect. It's almost like they meant to do it. Wow. I'm telling you this writing. So the teams come together based on where their houses are? Well, it's sort of like a local... Like I don't know how local teams are, you know, they're drawn out. I don't know that they are. They're, it's like the county. Like, you know, okay, you live in this city. So that means you're part of this team. But if right. you live on this part of the city, you're in another... Look, hockey was very big in this town of Minnesota. Okay. It's real big. And they had to draw some lines. All right. That's why they had the districts. However, you got to get the rich kid on there. Exactly. So there's a lot of team strife around Can this. Can I ask you a question? Please. Is there a girl on this team? Yes, her name is uh, Katie, and she, her 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 characteristic, the girl. The girl. Yeah, that's her characteristic. Um, there's also a gentleman. Very confusingly, he's blonde. He's not in a lot. He doesn't have a lot of lines. No, they don't explain it. His name is Guy, and no one explains <laughs> why. No one tells me. No one says hi. This is why his name is Guy. Right. Uh, this is the French kid, Guy. <laughs> yeah. Nope. He has no accent, uh, and the, his name is Guy. Okay. So that's something that's also important. I feel like we need to spell G U I. Uh huh. Okay. You know. So at least Guy. Yeah. So he's presumed French or of French. He's not ancestry. He's not. 
I mean, so, he may not have been born in. Well, he doesn't have an accent, so that's upsetting. Okay. Listen, we got several films to get. Through. Yeah, we got we got. Let's we got to move. Do this. Let's do so, this. long story short, Adam Banks comes to the team. They're not happy with it. There's more team strife. They don't trust Bombay anymore. He says he's going to quit. Um, and uh, he goes out on a date with Charlie's mom, and Charlie's really happy about this because he does think uh, Bombay is a good guy. Yeah. Um, and in the end, you know, they call Adam the cake eater. Uh, then there's because that's their rich name. They call him a cake eater. That's because he's rich. Cake eater. Yeah. So he does that. Like but Marie Antoinette. But they give that him. That skews very heavily towards like a more, I think, homophobic slur. No. Yeah. I've never read it as that. Cake boy. Cake. Is that one? Yeah. Oh. I think it's British, but it's uh, a cake boy is. Uh... I want to be called that. <laughs> Please. I certainly am. You're a cake boy. Okay. Take it back. No, I like it. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so Adam joins the team. They're not happy about it, but then, whatever, they they become the Ducks. They all get the the jerseys, quack, 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 quack. Yeah. They're cheer, very exciting. Yeah. Um, and uh, they play against the Hawks. They have their third montage, which is the fun skating montage at the rink where the Minnesota Stars play. Nice. Uh, Gordon Bombay is it, conservatively three feet shorter than all of the hockey players that are there. <laughs> and two of them who apparently are actual hockey players who, that is another theme throughout these films is that they have hockey players uh, cameo. Yeah. And Brett, it may surprise you that they don't act. And so they're like, hello, Gordon. Yeah. They insist on having N- them speak. Still. Yeah. And he's like, next time, call me. I'll get you in the minors. <laughs> and then Gordon's like, wow, thanks. And Gordon, cause again, conservatively three feet shorter. Than sure. So, um yeah so they have a montage they're having fun skating on the star the rink of the stars and uh then they play the hawks and um i'm here to tell you they beat them wow but in the exact same way in the beginning when gordon bombay missed the penalty shot and did Mm. the triple deke yeah something i'm still not really sure about charlie penalty shot at the end triple deke it goes in does it it goes in and they win wow so not great you know, not not great for those hawks. No, no, no. But great. What a turn of events. That Who would have thought that the very first scene you see in the beginning is the way they end it? But would, with Charlie Conway. I wouldn't have guessed it. And here's why. Please. Because I feel like it closes out the movie in a way that there's it doesn't leave room for a sequel. Brett, that's where you're wrong. It bookends, it bookends itself no, Brett, that's, too, too finely. Brett, that's where you're wrong. Well, okay. I don't want to move on to the next one yet. Okay. Um, do you know anything about the about how this movie was received? It was w- very well received. Was it? Yes, it did quite well. I think it made like fifty million dollars, which is pretty great. Back so then. people loved it. Yes. In, Why do you think they made two others? In two thousand eighteen, money that's a trillion. That's dollars. one trillion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it did really well. I think it cost ten million to make, and they uh, this is what I was seeing on Wikipedia earlier, uh, mm-hmm. and it made fifty million. Wow. Yeah. Which so they, so clearly, they, it was like we need to do this again. Yeah. Exactly. So cut two. Two years later. Smash cut. Smash cut, 94. Two years later. Things are happening. The kids have grown a little bit. A little. But they're still pulling hijinks. Still pulling hijinks. It's all still happening. So I would say that Mighty Ducks 2 is probably the one I know the best. Mm-hmm. Do you know the name, the the appropriate title for what Mighty Ducks 2 is? Uh, D2. Colon. Quack in action. Back in quaction. It's ba- You're right. It is. It's. I'm glad you <laughs> finally got to it. It's back in quaction. <laughs> God, what if it was? Oh, um, now I wanted to be that. Now I'm mad. It was D two colon the Mighty Ducks. Oh, okay. 
that's all there is. Um, so opening montage once again, same black. We've got the blue credits again. Yeah. And it's the in and out. You hear the dialogue. You hear that it's it's a hockey game going on. But mm-hmm. this time, it's not Gordon Bombay as a kid. It looks like he he took up one of those Minnesota North Stars on their offer because this guy's playing in the minors. What about that knee injury he's had? He left the Ducks. Yeah. He gets his knee. I think, wait, maybe he gets his knee injury here. I think he gets the knee injury here. Right. So he gets a knee injury. There's not a lot of knee injuries in lawyers. No, lawyering. no. Well, I, I don't. I don't think it was earlier in hockey. I think this was the the time that it happened. Anyway, we see him get injured, and he gets he he gets really injured. So he goes back home on a city bus, which seems weird, <laughs> but he gets on a city bus, goes home. He's got a cane. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go home. He's down in the dumps. Who does he go to? Hans. Well. Brett, you'd think it was Hans, no. but inexplicably, it's a man named Jan, and he's also Norwegian, and also... <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, this is the part that I'm I'm not clear on. It's not the same guy? They look very similar, and it took me through... It's taken me a long time to figure out that they're different, because I just watched them all in sequence. Yeah. And, well, actually, I watched them three, two, one. Um, And I was like, are they all saying Jan? For some reason, why are they all saying and calling this guy Jan? We know his name is Hans. Is it the same actor? I mean, Norwegian elderly guys all look the same to me. Okay. <laughs> all right. So maybe? So he's, okay. So he's, So what, when I looked in Wikipedia, they mm-hmm. said it's Hans's brother. <laughs> Wilbur, the producer, is not happy with where this conversation has gone. He's got opinions. He is. He's like, it's his brother. It's his brother. Everyone knows that. So we learn it's his brother through Wikipedia, but... Brett, I'll tell you, I don't know if it's ever been said in the film. Right. You know, you don't see the scene and, El- and Emilio's going, oh, Jan. Oh, is, is Hans out today? <laughs> out? Is he out? <laughs> you is he both, out for a skate? You both sharpen skates, though, and this seems to be the same cottage. <laughs> so is your brother Hans out for a skate and a think? <laughs> As we do. Is it dusk already? <laughs> this is classic thinking time. Wow. Um, so I don't really know what right. that is. But y- So Jan is there. It's Jan, and it's Jan through the whole film. J-A-N? I don't know. Okay. But probably. I, um, I'm Norwegian. So. Okay, good. I thought so. <laughs> I thought your eyes perked up a little bit when I mentioned <laughs> that they were Norwegian. Um, so he is all bummed out, but Charlie's there, and he's like, hey, coach, having a little time, happy he's there. But he's got a cane, so he's you know he's bummed out. Yeah. Um, Jans, it appears, has done a little magic work, as Norwegians tend to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they love magic. Love and they it. love getting in other people's business. Yeah. If I go by this film is what all Norwegians do. This film in Frozen really, I think, proves <laughs> that. I think so too. Yeah. Um, both documentaries. Um, and he gets the junior Goodwill games to get Gordon Bombay as the coach of the new hockey team jan's got some pull jan's got some real pull this forget hans this skate jan's- sharpener in a in a in a hut <laughs> yeah, somehow yeah. has connections yeah certainly so a guy from hendrix a popular brand of sports hockey gear of i course. guess uh hires him uh hires gordon bombay and says we want you to be the coach of the junior goodwill games great uh so he rounds up the kids they're all rollerblading causing trouble and they're rounding each other up you know how they round each other up no. They go out on their rollerblades and they use a little duck whistle. It's like a wah, 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 wah. It's like a little thing that sounds like a duck. And everyone's like, huh? I'll just leave my job at the movies and come join you with my skates. <laughs> so that happens. Yeah. Averman is at his movie job. Um, I think Goldberg is like working construction or like helping. 
Sure. Uh, Gee and Katie, they're having a little smooch fest. Oh, no. I know. Frenching? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, this is when I wrote. So that's that's the first uh, montage, of, first this, montage. of this movie. Um, and in, this, or, in or out of a mall? Brett, you'll be thrilled to know it's in a mall. And it's the Mall of America, which features two more times in this film and once in the third. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. If they're like, can't be a regular mall for the sequel. Gotta be Mall of America. We're near the Mall of America. We gotta do it. You're in Minnesota and you're looking for a mall. Where else are you gonna go? You gotta go. Plus, they're America's team. They're America's team. Go to the mall. What other mall are they gonna go to? Iceland? Um, don't think so. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Where's your mall? So, probably Iceland. So uh, they get, get them all together. Now they're on the ice. And Hendrix has five additional players that they're going to add to the roster. Now I may say, if I will be so bold, I think this is the real, this is when the real ducks come together. Mm-hmm. It's both the old ducks and the new that are introduced are all very good. And they really cut the fat, literally and figuratively, yeah. of the characters that weren't really making the cut. There was one boy, I think his name was Gary. Um, and he goes on to play Gerald Garner in the heavyweights films and he's the lead of the heavyweights movie oh, so good. i feel like he did good work he did all right um but he is cut there's a little boy who wears a leather jacket named peter he's gone he's gone uh they got rid of sadly uh danny tamborelli mm-hmm. he was the redheaded pete in adventures of pete and pete oh yeah he was a very young boy in the first one they cut him for the second one my favorite part of him in the first movie uh a teacher asks him what part of this like element what part of they're going over like chromosomes i don't know oh god oh this isn't gonna be good anyway they ask him what this is um and he goes oh uh that's he's like hydrogen and he goes right and then he goes it's not chromosomes it's not chromosomes what is it it's elements yeah it's elements (laughs) and he well then he says but then if you put it together with this it takes up 96 percent of the human body what is it now this is the same boy who just correctly said hydrogen Mm -hmm. his guess is pizza he goes pizza so I don't, nice. I don't see the the connection to how he knew hydrogen, but didn't know. I'm guessing water. I think he's a clown. I think, I think he's, he's a, a goof. He's a real goof. But he's he was a real cut. Goof off. He was cut. Okay. Um. So now we get five new skaters, and I'll tell you what, they've all got very specific personalities. Talk to me. Um, what do you know about them? I, it's not what I know about them. It's what I think I remember. Okay. About them. Talk to me. And I feel like if this is correct, then I. I show respect Thank you. to the film itself. Thank you. Um, they're from all over the country, mm-hmm, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're getting there. Because it seems weird to have just... Yeah, you can't just have Team USA be Team Minnesota. Exactly. The Ducks. Yeah, exactly. it can't be that. No, no, no. You, you gotta, gotta have, have a, a couple kid, more. You gotta have a kid from Texas. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, you certainly do. His name is Dwayne. And he's gotta be able to lasso shit. He certainly does. Great. Again, inexplicably, because that's not allowed in the games, um, but he does... Pull out that lasso several times. It's a skill set. It's a real skill set. All Texans know how to work a rope. So that's Dwayne. He also um, uh, takes the puck and balances it. He bounces it on his stick. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's allowed in the rules, but that is something he's also talented at. And right. I'm not quite sure how that fits in with lassoing. Yeah. But he does that a lot. Does he ever say yeehaw? A lot. Perfect. Right. You'd be surprised to know he does say okay. that a lot. Okay. You got to have an inner city youth. He comes later. Okay. Yes, he is introduced. You're talking about Keenan. Yes. And that comes later. Keenan Thompson, he comes later. Okay. And he's black. Yes. Perfect. Yes. He's got to be. He's got to be. Well, there are there are other several black kids on the team. From Je- the inner city? Yeah. Jesse Hall, Goldberg. 
Are they all from the inner city? Yes, they're. I mean, they're all from. Well, I get. Well, I don't know. They're in that that small town in Minnesota that I don't know. Right. Um. But no, I guess they they do make a big production out of making us know that Keenan Thompson character Russ Tyler uh, that he is from the other side cr- of the tracks yeah they make a real yeah who else do we got who's represented we've got Julie the cat Gaffney mm-hmm. an incredible goalie hence the cat those are her movements her descriptors would be girl slash goalie hence the cat the cat Julie the cat Gaffney but the, what, what does that have to cat. do with because cats move quick fast oh like they can bat string around and like puck. she bats and, hockey pucks yes okay Julie the cat cool um then there's Portman. Mm-hmm. He comes later. Um, they kind of introduce him. Uh, no, no, he's in it. He's in it. Portman. Uh, you may know him as the other half of the Bash Brothers. Oh, snap. Oh, yeah. He he goes around with his Walkman all the time. He's got a bandana on. on. He's heavy-browed. Oh, he's heavy-browed. Yeah. He has a very nice body, may I say. He is an adult man uh, <laughs> and currently married to Adina Menzel. You're welcome. Is that true? Yes. Wow. Yeah. She married a Bash brother. I know. Isn't she lucky? That's great. Oh, we really did not marry up. <laughs> God, why even get married if it's not going to be to a Bash brother? If he's not going to bash you. Oh, God, Brett. Think about it. No, that's... Put th- that in your head. No, stop. <laughs> um, then we get uh, Russ Tyler, so that's later, so that's going to be uh-huh. Keenan's character. We'll get to him. Yeah. Um, then there's Louis Mendoza. Mm. He can skate really fast, but... He can't stop. That's right. He can't I stop. I remember. He can't stop. He is played by... Cans? Can, they do. They practice with cans, okay. yes. Yep. With the most 90s set of cans you will ever see. Uh, the cherry Coke can. It's like the purple can with the cherries on it. It's oh, yeah. So, yeah it's, it's so garish. Per, it's so perfectly 90s. Yeah. Um, There's Surge cans. Mm-hmm. Okay Soda. Yeah, all of that. All of it. All of it's there. Um, then there's, oh, and he's played by, again, another member of the 90s Brad Pack that I've just invented. Mm-hmm. He uh, was Benny the Jet Rodriguez in The Sandlot. Oh. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yes, 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 yes. So same. Um, and then the final one uh, is Ken Wu. Mm-hmm. His defining characteristic, he's Asian. Um, but uh, <laughs> he's also a figure skater. So that's where they grabbed him because he's a very good skater. Yes, yes, yes. So I feel like that is when they really got the, that's when they really hit the roster, I feel This team like. is a real Benetton ad. Of <laughs> it, and it is of of diversity, and I feel like that wasn't happening a lot. So you know what? I think it's that again. More reasons to love this film. I sure. Tell you. So here we are. Um, the uh, so yeah, so they they go to the Goodwill Games. It's a huge deal, right? This is a big deal for them. Um, and you know, all this Hendrix, all this money, this this sponsorship. They mm-hmm. give him, they give Gordon Bombay a house in Malibu, and it is the quintessential. 90s house yeah it is everything's like bad green marble uh there's like levels in the house there's like for no reason like a step down into the living room a step up into other places surge cans everywhere surge cans all over the place um so he takes it uh he got now his hair slicked back he's in suits all the time so you're starting to see a change Uh here um they do a he's, he's going from gordon bombay to gordon gecko you're really throwing out those references. Today. Write it down on the poster. What poster? Uh, the the poster for D2. Go on. Uh, what did I call this, it? This, <laughs> the quack. Their return of the quack. A quack attack. Back to back. Quaction. Back to quaction. Quack and quaction. Quack and quack and quaction. No, I think that has too many quacks. No such thing. <laughs> Have you heard our call? We just say quack just over say and over and quack over. Quack a lot. Um, so there's a montage of him getting all sorts of, you know, all sorts of stuff. 
pictures with models, mm. parties at his house that include Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for some reason. Yeah. Greg Louganis is there. <laughs> um, it's a lot of like very <laughs> Christy Yamaguchi's there. Kids love <laughs> Greg Louganis. If there's anything I know, kids love divers. When I was 12 years old, I remember walking into the theater and saying, if Greg Louganis... <laughs> Does not show up in this goddamn film. Yeah, and you were seeing RoboCop, so it was uh, like, yeah, it was, I expected Greg Luganis in everything. <laughs> Land Before Time, where's, more Greg Luganis. Where's Luganis? Yep. There's there's enough. There's some of it, but certainly not enough Luganis. My in mom, this film. my mom had to go to therapy because she was so stressed about every movie <laughs> not having Greg Luganis. That by the time we saw this one, she was so relieved. Just finally. I missed the first thirty seconds of dialogue after he showed up because she was sighing <laughs> so loud. Ah. <laughs> oh! Oh, thank God. Finally. Oh, thank you. My son's dream of a once Olympic diver being in a film is Uh, happening. I hope the back of your head is okay. (laughs) Whatever. Oh, because he hit it on the the diving board. Yeah. So many sports stars in this film. Some may say littered. Littered with stars. Littered with stars. Um, So, yeah. So they have, uh, they meet their teacher, Miss McKay, Mm -hmm. who's a little bit cute. This is when the storyline of him, of Bombay dating uh, Charlie's mom is just completely gone. Like, Charlie was specifically looking like he was going to have Bombay move into his home. And now it's like, garbage. Storyline's out the window. Now we're focusing on how Bombay can date. So he's kind of into Miss McKay, who seems a little bit blah to me. She seems like a... Frigid? Kind of. No, she's nice, but she seems like... She seems like a substitute teacher who would wear like an applique vest for each season. Mm. Like she just seems like, I don't know. I feel like she's a virgin. She and needs I feel to come like out she, of her shell. She bit. needs to come out of her shell. So they have the lasso, the lasso montage mm-hmm. to some country song that I don't know that probably nobody does. Um, and I then Joe. there's, uh, they go to the next, I was Cotton Eye Joe. Um, they, uh, Hendrix shows them that they're going to be on the cover of a Wheaties box. Wow. Really escalating this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then, Gordon gives, they give them the USA jerseys. Do cereal boxes have covers? <laughs> the front. Okay. It's the cover. I'm on the cover of a Wheaties box. What do you say? The, f- I, that the just front? Stri- that strikes me as odd. <laughs> what did you say if your face was on the Wheaties box? Hey, I'm on a Wheaties box. <laughs> oh, the back? <laughs> Are you on the side of it? Are you, you in make, the nutrient yeah, content? Look, the if your follow-up is to make that assumption, then you're the dumb one, not me. <laughs> I'm just saying, I like to make sure everyone knows. Oh, you under the nutritional facts on the side? Yeah. I just said that. Yeah, that's where they put that. The cover of the Wheaties box. I don't know. That sounds weird to me. Go ahead. They get their U.S. jerseys. They get their mm. U.S.A. jerseys. Yeah. And Charlie, sweet little Charlie, goes. It's, it's too big. He goes. <laughs> no, he goes. Oh. Whoa. Whoa, these aren't our colors. And he's like upset that they're red, white, and blue and not like purple and green. <laughs> and then he's like, can't we be the, your dog, the producer just bit me. <laughs> Standard podcast You're challenge. Disparaging America. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was Charlie Conway. Um, he said, "Can't we be the USA Ducks?" No, no, Charlie. No, Charlie. There's, there's no <laughs> names of teams. It's not Team USA the Ducks. It's yeah. not a thing. Right. And then he asked, like, "Oh, at least it could be in our colors." Oh, I'm sorry. Team USA is gonna be purple and green. Not our flag colors, Charlie. It just no. feel, it just feels like a sad, weird like gripe to have. It just yeah. feels weird. But it's the start of like the downhill where he's like they're upset. He's getting... Um, He's getting like, okay, this is getting out of control. I just want to be a duck. And now it's like, this has Hendrix all over it. This has Team USA all over right. it. It's like not what I want. Well, and it, it, it gives him an opportunity to be petulant. Yeah. But he doesn't... But he's not really being petulant. He's sort of just being like, whoa, I, th- I feel like things are going out of control. We're growing up, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. Yeah. Um. So this first game is when they're playing Trinidad and Tobago. 
obviously. Um, it's when the Bash <laughs> brothers make their first appearance. They're getting heckled in the crowd by a boy from the streets. Oh, yes. Intro, Keenan. Keenan. A.K.A. Russ Tyler. This inner city youth loves hockey games. Loves on an, hockey games. On an international scale. He can't get enough of the junior Goodwill loves games. Loves it. Loves that. Um, Trinidad and Tobago. So the US, Team USA has like a marching band that's like in the crowd. I don't know why. And um, Trinidad and Tobago has a steel drum band, which doesn't great. feel great. <laughs> <laughs> Watching it now, it's, uh, <laughs> it's not perfect. Their uniforms are also tie-dyed. And I don't know if that's oof. accurate in any way. Oof. Yeah, oof is the answer. That doesn't seem right. No. Um, so then uh, there's a press conference. Mm-hmm. Of course. There's a press conference and... Um, Gordon is wearing like suits, like back hair, and he's making sure that he's saying like the Hendrix line, which is, we're Team USA and we're going all the way. And then out of nowhere from the back, another gentleman with slick back hair goes, you're going down. That's where you're going. So not, not great. No. Not a great comeback of something you weren't, like if you're going to step in and heckle, make it a strong heckle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pre-plan that. you you're going down <laughs> is where. <laughs> is the only direction that y- you are headed. <laughs> it's very like. In in my language, <laughs> this sounds much more intimidating. Like it, there's enough pause after he says it that like I just want someone to be like, what? Who? Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. It's, Why are you being needlessly aggressive right now? <laughs> it's, everyone knows, it's the Iceland coach. His name is Wolf. They used to call, his name is Wolf Stanson, but they gave him another nickname. He's, his name is Wolf. His Christian name is Wolf. Yeah. But he call, he's called the dentist because he knocked out so many teeth. Yikes. I don't know who that was. Um, so then you there's. You could just call me the Wolf. Yeah, call me the Wolf. It's great. Call me the Wolf. That's what I was born with. Yeah. I don't need another nickname on top of it. Yeah. Um, then there's the montage of the boys going to Rodeo Drive, and that causes a bit of confusion for our good friend Dwayne. Oh, because you think that's a rodeo. That's a rodeo. That's a rodeo. Oh no. Um, but they get into a. Um, the internet didn't exist back then. No, 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 no. They get into a store on the uh, pretense that they are all Aaron Spelling's nephews. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah. They're all given juice when they when they come in. <laughs> And then they uh, they say they're getting gifts for their mom, mm-hmm. and so they have models come out and model outfits for them. Perfect. And they get kicked out when they say, "I really thought I really think I should get my mom a bikini." <laughs> and so then they get kicked out <laughs> because they just wanted to see women in bikinis. Right. They and, probably got kicked out because of all of their boners. <laughs> I think it's because of they were really. Getting into that store's juice budget. Hey, all of these 16-year-olds <laughs> clearly have boners just, right now. I just spit on you. I laughed so hard. Um, so that all that all happens. Um, at the same time later, they see Gordon Bombay. At the same time later. Get, <laughs> Go on. Getting ice cream with the trainer from Iceland. What? Yeah. Trader. Yeah. So they are furious yeah. about the situation um and wait did they win their trinidad tobago game? They, they did they won okay, the game good. um but now they're going against iceland second round second yeah it's double elimination oh that's so, why he's needlessly aggressive because he knows that's the next game coming up yes he's not anticipating a future game no no no, no. it's the next game coming <laughs> he's not up. anticipating the end of the movie no next game coming up okay so they play and remember a, a double elimination so they do lose this one that's important yeah they do lose this one have you ever seen over the top 
mm. with Sylvester is that Stallone. The, is that the arm wrestling movie? Yes. I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. Um, I, Just quick aside, but it reminds me of this. In that movie, they hit you over the head, similar to the whole Gordon has to win thing in uh-huh. the first one. They hit you over the head so hard with the fact that it's a double elimination, uh. simply so they can <laughs> set up that tension of, oh no, he's already lost one. He mm-hmm. can't lose again. And that's exactly what this is. And it, but it's like to an unnatural <laughs> degree that everybody, people who don't know the rule, who shouldn't know the rules, no somehow way. know that rule. For sure. And it's just, just like, like moms, you yeah. know, at, at like a mom well, what club. what I heard was that this- This arm wrestling this arm underground league. <laughs> it's a double elimination. <laughs> And it's like, yeah. Everyone, yeah. So Everyone it's a lot of that. that, yeah. They do a lot of that work uh, through headlines in mm-hmm. this. It also, uh, Gordon Bumbe had to stop talking to Coach McKay after the press conference because CNN wanted to talk to him. He says, he drops the name CNN. Wow. So they're very into the Junior Goodwill Games, obviously. <laughs> Huge. Uh, so anyway, they go to the Iceland game. They lose the Iceland game. Mm-hmm. Keenan is heckling them again. Uh, Banks gets hurt. They lose on per like they the coach sends them after Banks and he gets hurt and he hurts his arm, and they lose twelve to one. Holy crap! Not good stuff. Not, not good, good. Not good stuff. Uh, he gets really mad. Bombay is now really mad. Um, and they have a practice after. They're falling asleep in class the next day. McKay cancels class and says, "They're calling you Captain Blood," which to me is like the laziest nickname. <laughs> Captain Blood. Like, well, okay, guys, 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 let's spitball here. What are some what are some dangerous nicknames we got? Ooh, Captain Mean. Uh, <laughs> I get queasy around blood. There it is. <laughs> now we're talking. Thanks, Averman. Um, so uh, they go, even though practice was canceled by yeah. Miss McKay, they still have like like a conditioning practice. They're all like stretching on a track. And Keenan makes his way out to that practice. He's like, hey, Team USA, you're going to lose again? Heckle, heckle, heckle. And he's like, we'll show you a real game. And they're like, okay. And so then they go to the schoolyard. And there's a montage now of them with, not a schoolyard, it's like a street hockey game mm-hmm. with like Keenan and all of his friends. Yeah. And it's to, whoop, there it is. The real song. Again. They got the rights to the whoop, real there it is. song. The real song. Tag team? Tag team back again. Wow. Yeah. So that happens. Unbelievable. They learn a whole bunch of stuff. They're on rollerblades. They teach the Asian boy how to fight. Um, and they learn about the knuckle puck. Uh, this is the, the it's amazing. It it drives goalies crazy. That's what Russ Tyler says. Yeah. Then at my favorite thing is at the end of this game, the brother of uh, Russ Tyler mm-hmm. um Stands at the mesh, at the fence, chain link fence, when they're all, all the USA team uh-huh. leaves. And for a very long time, the camera stays on him with his hand on the fence. And he goes, he's, he's by himself. And he just goes, go USA. Oh, God. Go. <laughs> and it is, like, I forgot about that. Yeah. And I couldn't, I lost my mind because it's so needless and yeah. so over the top and oh, just he's very saccharine it's ve- yeah it's not good if black panther had ended that way it would have uh, been a different reception it should have been that way you know what i'm gonna say every film should end that way um um uh is the team that they're playing again here's the thing yes when you when you introduce another team mm-hmm. um of street players yes who are teaching our heroes what to do yes is it not is it not um at least arguable that uh, that they perhaps should be the representatives for the USA. Look, Brett, I'm not the one who decides who makes it to the Junior Goodwill Games. Okay. Um, remember they they hired hired they picked a lot of a lot of new players this time around from all right. over the country. Not everybody can be on 
the Junior Goodwill I'm Games. I'm just suggesting when they go back and they say, hey, one of you should come and join us. That's what they do. I would be, if I was another guy on that team, I'd be yeah. like, what the hell? Well, he has the knuckle puck. Right. He should be. And also, he heckles, and he brings a lot of fun. That's true. So there's that. He's got the patent on the knuckle puck. He's got it. So anyway, they're all mad at Bombay because he's being such a jerk, so he doesn't show up to the game. Doesn't show up to the game. The coach doesn't? Doesn't show up to the game. And so Coach McKay jumps in, or the team, uh, the teacher, McKay jumps in. She doesn't know what she's doing. It's very cute. Um, she's like, I want to change the players. And they're like, what? And she's like, I want to have you rotate. And they're like, huh? Even though like they should know what's going on. Yeah. And then Conway, Charlie Conway's like, say, change it up. And she's like, change it up. And then they all change. And it's very. They're teaching the teacher. They're teaching the teacher. The, the teacher becomes the top. This, this, yep. Yep. Um, so then in the middle of the game, Gordon comes out with his duck whistle and he's in the audience. Mm-hmm. Quack, 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 quack. And they ignore him. Quack, 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 Good. quack. They ignore him. Good. And then they call timeout and then they get back on his good side and it's fine. He like gives him a nice motivational speech and then it's... I like to think that they didn't know that it was him and they just thought it was a duck. <laughs> oh, there's a real loud duck in here. <laughs> Keep playing, guys. Can somebody get rid of that duck, please? That's a real loud duck. It's a real authentic sounding so, duck. So then there's a happy training montage. So that's number three, I think, of this film. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, because Banks is out, uh, Knuckle Puck fills that slot on the team. Lucky. Great. Um... They have a practice, but then Iceland shows up, and then Bombay goes up against the Iceland coach in like a triple D showdown. I remember this. And he hits his knee. He hits him in the knee. And he goes down. Low blows him. Real low blows him. Mm. So not good. Um, but anyway, we cut to the last game. Time for Iceland. You know, that's the championship. Yeah. Banks comes back. Game's in the bag. Iceland's in, got this. He's 12 to 1 last time. No chance. Banks comes back, and he's like, I'm healed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, we filled your spot with, with Keenan. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, and this is when Charlie shows his bravery and leadership, and he says, "Coach, he can have my spot." End of podcast. <laughs> Thank you for joining us in the very last episode. <laughs> what am I missing? That's it. Um, and I've so- just answered the question. <laughs> that that is what I was it's missing. So so I will say I unironically get like tears in my eyes in these moments. Like right. I can't help it and it happens. Right. It's manufactured. Um, it is, but it's happening. Okay. So then now this becomes sort of a thing in the next, this film and then the next one where, um, you know, they're, they're now they're losing. It's bad. It's not going well. They go back to the locker room right before the third period and there's new jerseys for them and they come out and they're sick new Ducks jerseys. And this is the one of like the Anaheim Mighty Ducks that ended up coming out where it's like the hockey, mm-hmm. you know, in the first one, it's sort of just like green. Like it's like a kind of a, just a silly looking duck, but right. these are like legit nineties jerseys. Right. Um, it's what went on to become the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Um, their jerseys. Um, and so of course it's a lot of like, what's this now? You know, cause the, the <laughs> announcers are like, Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> There's nothing in the rule books that doesn't allow this. Team USA is now the Ducks. And then immediately on the screen, on like the side where it has like the score and stuff, it mm-hmm. says like, go USA Ducks. Somebody type that in. Right away. Somebody type they that knew, in. They knew and it happened right away. Yep. Um, so then it's, uh, they do the quack chant. Mm-hmm. It's happening. Yeah. Fourth montage is to the real song, We Will Rock You. They are, they're making it happen. They do, they get their goals. Uh, the final uh, goal that happens um, uh, to tie it up, they pretend that it's Goldberg, but somehow they switched uh, <laughs> outfits. 
what do they wear? Uniforms. Yeah. I almost said costumes. They switch outfits <laughs> and um, he takes off his hockey, his uh, goalie mask. It's Russ Tyler, the knuckle puck man. What? And he ties the game with the knuckle puck because he was wearing all the goalie outfits, including Goldberg's jersey, which seems like you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> None of this seems like it's, I guess it's not in the rule book. So. Yeah, I guess it's, yeah. I mean, I guess they can't put that in the rule book. Like you can't, they can't put everything in there. You can't. You can't anticipate every situation. You, how could you possibly? So then, uh, yeah, they uh, the the they get a shootout and then the ducks win. They do it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to show my ass a little bit here. Okay. But I feel like we're missing something very important that a lot of people know. You're talking about the flying V. I'm talking about the flying V. The flying V um, gets introduced in the second film because mm-hmm. the triple D is the one that's introduced in the first film, and this is, I believe, how they get the first goal. In this, is the trip is the flying V. Which seems, I will say, like a play that has a lot of holes in it, if you're asking me. Why is that? It just feels like it just, it doesn't feel like the best way. Like, you're all grouped together. Is that, is that the best way to play hockey? No, but I feel like um, from, a, from a visual standpoint, the idea is that you're a wedge. And you're, you're, you're sort of... Okay, I didn't come to this podcast to talk about hockey strategy. I came, I came to it to talk about... <laughs> well, it clearly doesn't work because if I remember correctly, the second time they try to do it, it, it falls gets, apart, it gets, right? It gets fumbled, yeah. Iceland looks at it and they go, oh, this again? We got you. We got We're it. We're fine. Yeah. Um, and this... It's like Danielson in Karate Kid. <laughs> yeah. Okay, just don't... Just, just don't walk into just, his foot. That's it. That's all you have to do. Literally. That's all it is. <laughs> Um, he made the one mistake yeah, I by walking call- straight into his foot. <laughs> the one thing that could take him down <laughs> in that particular moment. Um, I like that you called him Danielson. That's his name. Sure. I think only Miyagi calls him that. So you're taking a lot of liberties here. Well. Just saying. We take our shoes off in this house. <laughs> to be fair, you do. Um, it's accurate. Uh, this movie inexplicably ends with um, the credits are rolling and mm-hmm. they are. So the, the movie ends, they celebrate, and then the... Um, there's a plane in the sky, and then the plane fades out, and it turns into uh, a flying V. And then it fades, and they're all at a campfire. Uh-huh. Acoustic. Someone's on the guitar. Dwayne's on the guitar, and then they, they as the credits are rolling, they're all singing We Are the Champions. Acoustic version. Yeah, and they also don't explain, like, here we are at the cele- celebration campfire we all asked for. <laughs> like It's just like, <laughs> here they are at a campfire. It's, yeah. very, it's very confusing. That's how it ends. And that, and that, yeah, the credits are rolling over this. Right. So it ends, I mean, the end end is the plane, and then it's on the flying V. So they don't bookend it in the same way that the first movie does. I mean, no, but there is a plane that turns into th- to a flying V. So if you think about, like, that's really a that's good, cool. that's a cool symbol. <laughs> um, here's a bit of trivia. That, Please. That plane is the same plane uh, from 28 Days Later. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. It's carrying the uh, it's carrying the virus over to England. Wow. Yep. Not that's, a lot of people know that. Wow. That's a real Easter egg. <laughs> it's, it's all the same universe. It's all, yeah, it's all the same. Oh, uh, I'm not going to, we are too long already. So I just, the highlights of the third film. Yeah. We're not long. We're too long. No. Is this, is this an hour? Nope. Doesn't have to be. Feels long. Doesn't matter. Feels like no one wants it now. Doesn't matter. Okay. We got we to gotta round out this trilogy. You don't want to talk about it. They didn't want to make it. But you know what? Like Everyone Disney, did. I'm going to make you okay. do this third one. Um, at this point in real life, yes. the team has been established, right? Yes. So the, it is. it does exist in the universe because in the third movie, uh, when Charlie is trying to get a girl to be interested in him, he talks about like how great their team is and that they named an NHL team after them. Right. So it does exist in the universe. Which is weird. Yes. Agreed. When he mentioned it, I was like, ooh. 
There's an NHL team named after us based on a movie that That's, none of us could have seen because we were also we're in it. in it. <laughs> and then the movie ends. It's a weird ending. It's a real weird ending. It, uh, it, the movie eats itself and <laughs> yeah, uh, that's it. credits roll. And then that's what happens. Um, it's like in, uh, I know I keep talking about other movies. You do, and it's upsetting me because this is really not as focused. It's like in Ocean's 12. Oh, yes. My, the best of the ones. When uh, Julie Roberts' character. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> You know because what I'm it's say, the though. single most infuriating part of any film that's ever happened. It's the worst. When they're like, oh, you really look like her. You know and she's like, no, like- no, 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 no. And I was like, and I remember being in the theater and going, this can't be where this is going. This can't be where this is going. She looks like Julia Roberts, who must also exist in this world now. But this is a... Per- but nobody else is commenting that you also look like George Clooney, who also, by extension, must exist in this world anyway. It, it all falls apart, and it's very upsetting. So they're All pu- for a Fabergé egg! They're pulling... <laughs> So Mighty Ducks 3, they're pulling a Julia Roberts in this. D3, colon, the Mighty Ducks. D3, quack and action. Quack and quack action. <laughs> 1996, they get their scholarships to Eden Hall. Right. Bombay. A young Bill Clinton is taking over in, <laughs> yes. his, in his second term in office. Yes, yes. Monica Lewinsky is but a sparkle in his eye. Yes, and his penis. Do you curse on this podcast? Of course. Okay, I almost said dick. That's not a curse. Dick is a curse? Is it? Would you say it in front of a... A kid? Oh. Was he being a dick? Go dick no. yourself. Okay. They get scholarships to Eden Hall. The first part of it is them standing on a stage with an old gentleman saying, and you all get hockey scholarships to this university, Eden Hall. And then Bombay is there. And immediately we're getting shown he's not going to be in this film. Right. He's like, guys, I'm here for this moment. Now I got to go. Yeah. So he goes out by the, the river or a lake. Somebody of water mm-hmm. with Charlie, and he goes, Charlie, uh, the Goodwill Games gave me a really good job, and it's some job in the hockey area, like the the world team or something. Where I'm like, I want to follow that story. Yeah. Well, Charlie, none goes, of you are going to be on it. Yeah, Charlie goes, don't take it. <laughs> he tells him, don't take it, Charlie. I know. He's so it's full of bad suggestions. I know. So that's the first time that I'm like, Charlie, a little selfish. Oh, yeah, me yeah, thinks yeah. maybe it's because he didn't. He's still trying to get him to date his mom. Right. He's like, don't He's take like, it. Remember that? I'm, I have a room for you. <laughs> remember that thread that we just kind of left? We just got it away. My so, mom is seriously depressed. She is very upset. So you'll be happy to know Hans is back. Oh, good. No explanation needed. Jan is gone. Jan's gone. Jan's gone. Hans is back. He's back. He's back in action. So, um, Quaction. There's a lot. He's back. In, he's quacking quaction. Um, there's a lot, a lot of mentions thrown about uh, to the side that Portman is not here. Mm-hmm. Oh, if only Portman were here. He's the other Bash brother. It's the one that I said that is a hot body that's now married to Adina Menzel. Right. Heavy browed. Heavy browed. Um, he, a lot of mentions of him not being there. So much so that you're like, we get it. He'll come back as a surprise at some point. <laughs> right. We get it. Right. There's a lot of talk about that. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they get in, basically it's a big thing because the, t- the, you know, the varsity is like, mad at them that they're there and again they go between jv and being freshmen mm-hmm. the, the freshmen are mad you know that they're on the freshman team but then at some point they have jv it's like a whole thing they don't like their new coach he's a jerk um they get into a prank war with the varsity team mm-hmm. um who loves pranks oh they love pranks averman loves pranks is that what you're asking me? Do the varsity love pranks? Oh, well, they all love pranks. Everyone loves pranks. Yeah, but it's they're not nice pranks. Oh. They're not nice pranks. It's not pranks. like shitting in a purse and... You know, classic. <laughs> yeah, you mean like a classic, classic nice prank? Harmless <laughs> pranks. Shitting in a purse. <laughs> Feed a dog beans. I don't know if that's, that checks out. Um, 
So they do a bunch of pranks back and forth. First prank they throw after their first game, uh, they came back to the the Ducks or the freshman team mm-hmm. come back after a loss into their uh, locker room and all of their clothes are in the showers, which are running with water on. Mm. Also, they never touch upon, which I feel like is a missed opportunity. They never touch upon where the girls shower. Do they all just shower together? Oh, right. They never touch on Because there's still girls on the team. Yeah. Julie, the cat and Katie. Um, where the hell did Katie come from? Is it, isn't it Katie or is it, or is it Connie? I think I've been calling her Katie the whole time. I think it's Connie. I don't think you it's mentioned Connie. her. It's Connie. Yeah, she's dating Guy. Keep oh, up, Brett. Sorry, is Guy still around? He certainly is. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Oh, wee oui, wee, oui, it's me. Guy. <laughs> does he have lines? This yes, poor actor. He does. Okay. And he wears like ambiguously, um, he wears hats that feel like he shouldn't be wearing these hats. Okay. They're, they're like... They have a, a quality to them that feel weird that he's wearing them. And again, none of this is explained. Right. So um, they uh, they have a prank war. Mm-hmm. Um, all of this stuff is going on. The first one, so I said they threw the showers. They the showers, water's on, all their clothes are in there. And written on the wall. Now we're talking classic vandalism here. Go duck yourself. Oh, I wish. Freshmen stink. No. Freshmen stink. What? Yeah. That's... Cut, cut to smash cut to their their prank on them while they're practicing. Uh-huh. They take what appears to be a big tank of like high nitroglycerin or yeah, something. That chromosome. <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and they freeze all of their stuff so that when they get back, he t- the one guy like pokes the leather the, his uh, Letterman's jacket, yeah. and it falls to the floor and shatters into pieces. Oof. Which feels like science won't support that. But I don't know. It feels like a lot of assumption went into that prank. Yeah. Yeah. And then it said like varsity sucks ice. So that was written on the wall as ice well. Ice sounds like ass. Mm. So Brett, I'm, I, I, Charlie's upset. So mm-hmm. when you're upset, what do you do? Go to Hans. You go to Hans or Jan. Whoever's available. <laughs> Whichever elderly Norwegian's available. Yeah. He's really Hans. taking Gordon's role in this. He really is. Well, someone's got to because it's not Gordon. It's not Gordon. <laughs> it's certainly not Gordon. He's out. He's Emilio out of this. had a day and a half on set. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and he, uh, yeah, so he, okay, this producer is really getting a little bit. He's getting a little pushy. He's putting his bones in my trousers. <laughs> That's how you ensure that you're getting on. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it's the old casting couch for you. Um, so Hans, in a classic joke, Charlie walks in. He goes... He's he's uh, he's sharpening skates, and then he squirts ketchup, and Charlie's like, "Hmm, <laughs> I know these jokes." Yeah. So then he's listening to the game on the radio mm-hmm. because Charlie has decided to stop playing because he hates the new coach. He doesn't like them goofing off at practice or any of that stuff. Doesn't yeah. have those goof off lasso practices. Sure. So they're listening to the game. Uh, Hans pretends to die, and then Charlie goes, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "Huh, I'm kidding." And then two scenes later. Hans dies. <laughs> He's the boy who cried wolf. He really is. Charlie goes to the diner that his sad mom works at, um, <laughs> and she tell and she and she tells him there. She tells him that Hans she, dies. She tells him that Hans dies. That guy that you were just hanging out with. She goes, "I've been trying to reach you," and I was like, "How though? It's 1996. <laughs> How hard could you have tried? There's no Via way. The radio. Yeah, there's no way." Um, so then they have a funeral for Hans. Mm-hmm. Bombay shows up, and then he says, "Every time we touch the ice." Let us not forget, it's Hans who taught us how to fly. Oh my God! And I, not, I, no and, joke, I tear up when this happens. End movie. I cry in yeah. this movie. It's very sad when that happens. Yeah. And then you know you, you wonder where 
I didn't see Jan at the funeral. No, so Jan's I, not there. <laughs> Jan's, he's got to man the shop. Somebody's got to sharpen skates. Someone's got to get get at that shake skate sharpening cottage. That would have been that would have been a better response. Yeah. Hey guys, I know Hans is dead, but to be fair, Jan looks exactly like him. Let's just pretend. Looks sounds. <laughs> Their names are one word apart, one letter apart. Let's just pretend it's him. Let's just do that. We did it for an entire movie. <laughs> we can do it again. <laughs> we can do it again. Um, before this, I forgot to mention that they had the Mall of America montage. Of course. Um, that was uh, assumed. Yes. Um, so Bombay is back for the funeral. So mm. Charlie's all like, I'm not, you know, I'm mad still. I'm not going to the, I'm not going on this team. So after the funeral, this is the weirdest scene in the movie. Charlie is in his bed and he, and his alarm goes up. And about 15 seconds go by, and he's looking quizzically at his alarm, and he turns it off, and he's like, I didn't turn that alarm on, and goes back and tries to go back to sleep. And then the camera cuts, and Gordon Bombay is sitting at the foot of his bed, and he goes, I did. Whoa. I thought we could spend the day together. No. <laughs> what? They have a special relationship, he and Charlie. I don't remember he that. He can bust into his room at <laughs> six in the morning, like men do with teenage boys. <laughs> He sat there and looked at his alarm for a while and didn't notice a grown man. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's a long time because I knew it was coming. And I was just like, oh, this goes on longer than I remember. Yeah. He's like, oh, what? <laughs> I didn't and this whole time, Bombay is just like, he's sitting at the foot of his Luckily head. for Gordon, Charlie voiced his inner monologue. Yes. Which is what all of us do when we think we're alone. For sure. We just all. I don't remember setting that alarm. Oh, perfect. He said it. I can respond to that. No, thank God he said that. Otherwise, I'd have to. I don't remember. I did. Oh, oh sorry. Crap. I, sorry. Crap. Were I got, you just? Sorry. I got excited. So then they spend the day together. Yeah. They go to the ice skating rink, and that's where Gordon Bombay tells, Char uh, tells Charlie mm -hmm. that the reason Orion, his coach, left the majors, it's not because he's a washed up hockey player. Mm -hmm. It's because his daughter was in a car accident, and she was paralyzed from the waist down. So he started coaching high school. <laughs> to be near her. Oh. <laughs> so he didn't have to travel. And then they show them at... He, she, <laughs> she's in a wheelchair on the ice, and he's skating, and there's, like, music playing. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, scooting her around on the ice. Wow. Boom. <laughs> it's... Charlie goes, I wondered why she never clapped for us. Okay. It's the <laughs> bottoms. It's only her bottoms. <laughs> thought she was just mean i thought she just didn't care i just was like bitch it's the national anthem you stand for this flag i won't wear its colors but you stand you for it stand, bitch. i um, wish that flag was green and yellow so then they have <laughs> so then they have a little chat and at one point early in one of the films hans orion who's to say <laughs> tells gordon that someone that they used to refer to him as the Minnesota Miracle Man. Mm. I think it was Jans who tells him that because they made, he made this team so good. It was a miracle. And Which so, team? The Ducks. The Ducks. Oh, okay. Which team? I the just, only team. The, <laughs> told the titular Ducks. The, the nickname came after like the first movie. Yeah, he's a Minnesota Miracle Man. Okay. Um, and so, and you forget, it's a one time dropped only. Right, right. And so, in this conversation to get Charlie back into, he tells him how nice Orion is and that he's told that he told Charlie that, like, he told Orion how great Charlie is and that he told him that he, Charlie's the real Minnesota Miracle Man. And then Charlie has tears in his eyes. 
Then cut to a having fun street hockey montage where they're all rollerblading and having a time again. Yeah. But Gordon Bombay again leaves. Anyway. They tell them because they're losing, they're going to revoke their scholarships. <laughs> you know. Like you do. That thing that happens. <laughs> and so then they're like, you can't do that. It's all merit. It's like it's all yeah. it's all win and loss based. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. They're 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 revoking their scholarships. Yeah. So then he's like, well, I mean, you can you can present it to the board and see what they think. So then all the ducks, plus all the varsity, plus several students, plus teachers, and a board of people, a board of very annoyed older white people sitting at a table yeah. are all like, no, we do not motion for this to be overturned. They're not a good team, so we should take away their school. Oh, so everyone's against them. Yeah. They oh. don't want it. And then they need a lawyer for this, right? They mm-hmm. hire a lawyer. Sure, Of course you do. This is blatant. Oh, wait. Who's the hotshot lawyer that comes walking in that door? I know. Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> he was established as a lawyer in the first movie. In the very first film. So he comes in and gives a speech that you wouldn't even believe. And he tells him that he's such a good lawyer because he got a good education right there at Eden Hall. Wow. And so then they keep their scholarships. They 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 all were, they all say yes, the, yes to that. Mm-hmm. They go out in the hallway, and then a, a bed is made between because this is all leading up to the varsity freshman game. That's a thing. Yeah, you know it's got to be stakes couldn't be higher. <laughs> and except in both movies that they came are. Before. Um, Keenan makes an off, off you know just like a remark when they're like saying they're like getting mad at each off other. Off color, say it. It's not off color. It's I, it's it's. I'm trying to think of like it just kind of comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. He says, apropos of nothing. There it is. Apropos of nothing. He goes, well, if we win, the, the, what does he say? I wrote it down. If, if we win, warriors die and ducks fly. And so then I guess that's established that if they win, the, the, the high school team changes their name from the warriors to the ducks. Everyone agrees to it. This, I, this I, off the cuff remark that, that came from nowhere. Right. That's what it was. From off the a, cuff. From a child. From a child who is a freshman, has been at the school for a handful of weeks. Right. And it was said to no adults, <laughs> but now is written in stone. It's now. It's in stone. These, it's are, in the, stone. these are the stakes. These are the stakes The now. high school is changing its mascot based yeah. on the whim of one child. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's so that's where the stakes come from. Fair. Because they didn't have any before. Fair. Yeah. So, um, so instead of integrating themselves into the system, they're yes. just like, we're going to- This still. We are changing the system. It's still this. Yep. So yeah. So they- um, they play the game. It's not going well. Mm-hmm. Again, third period. They're in the they're in the dumps. They're all bummed out, and uh, they put on their uh, ducks jerseys. I believe. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're the same ones. Anyway, but the big thing is that Portman, the other Bash brother, comes on in into the third period into the locker room. Isn't that funny? Because they kept saying how he wasn't there. I know the entire time, the whole time, just little breadcrumbs leading us to. A loaf. If you can't trust a filmmaker, like, who can you trust? Who can you trust? So he comes in, and, and his reasoning is something like, hey, I had this contract sitting around my house, and my lawyer told me to sign it. Sign it. I'm back, guys. <laughs> and everyone's like, we accept this. <laughs> and so then he comes out, and they play. Um, and they, they're they about to kind of kind of win. Mm-hmm. And the coach who was mean to charlie to begin with and told him he wasn't going to be the captain before he goes out 
he goes, you earned this. And then he puts his hand on his like heart and like sloppily slaps his chest and like a sticker of a C is on his chest now. (laughs) And he's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like not sewn on. It's It's not staying on. No, it's going to fall off in mere moments. Clearly. And so he's like, we did it. Uh, Portman check somebody the bash brothers they yeah. check someone so hard they break the glass wow that's impossible it's impossible and then everyone's like game continues do you know what portman is deus ex bashina i'm sorry deus ex bashina what are you saying there's some listener out there who appreciates that no there's not deus ex machina god in the machine in Greek plays, every once in a while, if you didn't have an ending, you would have a god come down and solve everything. And that was called Deus Ex Machina. I'm saying Goldman... I like the film Ex Machina. <laughs> Goldman comes out of nowhere. Port Portman. Portman. <laughs> god. Heavy-browed. Portman comes in. Deus Ex Bashina. Here he is. God and the Bash. Brothers. Bash Brothers. Comes in, solves all the problems. Okay. Well, I mean, not really. Because then he gets put in the penalty box, but he takes off a shirt, and it's a nice picture. It's a nice sight. Okay. The fact that Tra- you made me explain that ruined it. I may edit that out. <laughs> and I will threaten you with it. <laughs> okay, Brad. I mean, it's fine. Anyway, we're running out of time. Just I know we finish are. it up. Uh, Charlie gets to see Goldberg gets the final goal, because the, this coach realizes what Bombay didn't, which is Goldberg is a shitty goalie. <laughs> Why don't we have Julia the Cat all the time? So sure. Julia the Cat's in there, and they put Goldberg on defense, and then he gets a goal, and they win. And then they and then as they win, a someone pulls a string and a flag is unfurled underneath the um, score box. Mm-hmm. Score. Yep. Score. The cover board. of the score box. <laughs> My hat hit the microphone. Um, the score box. Scoreboard. Mm-hmm. That says Eden Hall Ducks. So they were ready for it. They, they had it made in it. advance. Somebody somebody paid money to have that. Mm-hmm. They had it made in advance. Wow. So, Brett, that is the very long... You could have watched one of the Mighty Ducks movies in the amount of time that you listened to this Yeah, podcast. but you wouldn't have gotten the full experience. I just so, want you to know yeah. that I unironically love these movies. And I... I don't love it in a... This is funny. I really like them. Right. Well, it sounds like there are redeeming things about them. It they sounds are. like there there's there's emotion. Yeah. There's, um, there's growth, which... There is. Didn't, I didn't realize until talking about it, yeah. but Charlie... Kind of takes the place of Gordon. He does. Gordon takes the place of Hans. It's the and circle Jan. of life. And Orion. And Jan. <laughs> he <laughs> He's takes... the third brother. <laughs> He's the third Norwegian Hans, brother. Jan, Gordon. <gasps> it's all there, people. It's there. Just you got to find those you breadcrumbs. You just have to watch it. Um, no, I think it's. Uh, I think I think you're right. I think it's a good trilogy. Thank you so much. I think there's a lot of silly things. There is, but, th- but what movie doesn't? What movie doesn't have... I didn't even talk about the part where both Fulton Fulton Reed and Charlie Conway decide they're going to leave the team, and then they have a heck of a day at the Mall of America, eating snacks, riding the rides, mm. eating more snacks, riding more rides, and then they both throw up. That sounds almost preferable to what was happening. <laughs> yeah. We, so, we should have quit years ago. We should have stopped this. Um, I just... I really like them, and I think they're worth a revisit, everyone. They're, they're a bit deeper than they get credit for, perhaps. That's what I think. Um, they're easily dismissed as kids' movies, but... They're definitely kids' movies. I mean, they're kids' movies, but... They're kids' movies with a splash of DUI. <laughs> just, you know, just, just a, a little just twist. Just a splash of... Just, just, a, just a glass of soda with a splash of DUI. That's all it is. That's all it is. They are very fun. I enjoy them. Um... Like I said, I know a lot about them. And I really enjoyed, like, when you watch the first movie and then you see the growth of these characters over three movies, 
It's very touching. Right. You want to you want to be friends with them. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm convinced. I you know I know I kind of I made fun of the third one. I still don't think it's great, but I don't think that it was. I think the stakes of the game itself were sort of secondary to yes. the journey. Yes. That that the characters go on, and I know that sounds very maudlin, but I'm 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 almost being serious about that. They they have to like the whole time it's them because it's they're the ducks and that's their identity. Right. And they have Gordon Bombay and that's their identity. And then suddenly at the end they are stripped of both of those things that make them who they are and they have to figure out who they are. Who are we? Who are we? And then it turns out they're still good. Quack. 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 All right. Quack. We're going to leave Quack. this one on that, baby. Quack. If you're not pumped Quack. up to watch these movies, Quack. then you're dead inside. Quack. Thank you, Amanda, for coming Quack. out. Thanks for having me. And uh, we will uh, hopefully have you back so we can talk about, what was that other movie you mentioned? I killed all the energy. All right. Quack. 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 Goodbye, everybody. Quack. Quack. What Am I Missing is edited, produced, and hosted by me, Brett Walden, with original music by Anthony Smith. Special thanks to Amanda Wirtz, if for nothing else, teaching me that good third movies can exist in trilogies. If you would like to know more about me or listen to past episodes, you can find it all on my website, www.brettwalden.com slash W-A-I-M. If you have any questions, comments, or curses about anything you heard today, we have a community for that. Go to facebook.com slash whatamimissingpod and let your voice be heard. Please make sure to rate us on whatever app you choose to listen to podcasts on. And remember the call to action earlier. Please tell your friends about us. Pretty please? Now here's a preview of next week's episode. Say, talking about how he had to put down his best friend, Snoopy, and then uh, at the very, very end... I'm gonna start. It's so stupid. I'm gonna start crying, but uh, you find out that this pen pal was Charles Schultzen. So oh. it was Charles Schultzen in the play. Right. Charles Schultz and Charlie Brown having this back and forth. Yeah, and it's really touching and sweet and oh, it's awesome. Thanks for listening. 